Welcome to the New Mexico Motorsports Report, presented by Yearwood Performance, Albuquerque Dragway, the Unser Racing Museum, and Swope Real Estate. Your host, David Swope, will be talking about events happening around the state and on the national scene, whether it's got two wheels or four wheels, pavement and off-road racing, or park and shine. If you are into it, we are into it. Call now, 994-1017. That's 994-1017 to get into all the action. Now, here is your host, David Swope. Good morning. It's Saturday morning. That means it's time for the New Mexico Motorsports Report. I'm your host, David Swope, and we'll be talking about automotive and related motorsports activities around the state and on the national scene. Whether it has two wheels or four, asphalt or dirt track racing, off-road or park and shine, we'll be talking about it. This New Mexico's only show devoted to motorsports uh, related events here on ESPN Radio 1017, the team. All right. Of course, we're, we're taping this week. Um, because we're setting up for a car show right now, um, and we'd love to invite you. We're going to get started, oh, about 8.30. So if you want to come on over to Casina Azul on Montgomery, we're going to be uh, set up there probably about 8.30. We'll start rolling in. Uh, Steve's cruising with the oldies. That's right. Our buddy Stevie Cruz is actually going to be spinning the tunes, and so we invite you to you know, come on out and check that out. But uh, we're going to go through um, the Law Tigers event calendar uh, to get that started. So you'll have all the information and all the cool things that you can do uh, today, tomorrow, and upcoming. And so uh, joining me is RJ Lees. How you doing, RJ? Hey, David. Always a pleasure, my man. Doing good, having a fun time. And, uh, yeah, we're prepping up for a busy weekend for sure. Absolutely. And so I first want to take a step back. Um, and talk a little bit about the Couch Potato Car Show that we did on Tuesday. Um, and one, once again, wanted to commend you on what a great collection of cars and trucks. I mean, we had, I mean, the first three cars had hood scoops, which means we can't go wrong with that. Um, and a whole variety of that, you know, 1955 Roadmaster, you know, I mean, just everything that we had. And, um, and thank you for that. And just invite everybody to listen. I mean, if you have not been to Couch Potato Car Show, uh, couchpotatocarshow.com or at Couch Potato Car Show on Facebook, you can go and you can check out all of them. And this was our 21st. And uh, I mean, my, my thoughts were, I mean, kind of what was the, what the process uh, that you went through? You kind of looking, saw different cars and stuff and um, just, kind of, I mean, what a tremendous balance you had, too. I, I appreciate that, Dave. No, it's crazy to think 21 episodes, and we're still looking around and finding all these great cars. And we've been, recently, since I've been trying to find the cars, I'm trying to find them all around, of course, America with Facebook. We're trying to get the most, uh, most spread out, you know, variety. And then we've been trying to do at least an international one. We've had a lot of cool ones, mm-hmm. but tell you the truth, the gentleman who I talked to in Colombia, yeah. where we had, I mean, that killer, that killer car, dude. I was just so happy about <laughs> having a variety. I mean, everything from trucks have been on magazines to guys that are still fixing up the red eyes, black dragon to this day. Oh so, yeah. That I mean, one had just won this month, mm-hmm. um, a, a car show uh, back in New York, right? I think that was, that one was out in New York. So he's going to send us new pictures. He's playing new lights on as we speak. So I just want to give out shout outs. Hey, you never are done with your car guys. They're always improving something. You're always fixing up something. And every month we do this great car show and we try to shout out, you know, some fun times on Facebook live. Absolutely. And so uh, going on today out at the Casino Azul, the, uh, Casino Azul Fiesta Car Show. Uh, really going to get festivities going to be going at 10 o'clock to about 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Uh, 12 different classifications. Uh, we're going to be raising some money for Blue Star Moms. You can come out, compete in the 50-50 or show your car. 
Um, we're going to have, you know, trophies and, and the whole bit. So uh, if nothing else, you come by and have some red chili and green chili at Casino Azul, uh, but have some fun. I mean, I, I know that we've got a 55 Chevy, 56 Chevy, um, M4 showing up, an Escalade. So we've got a little bit of everything uh, for everybody. But let's jump into the Law uh, Tigers event calendar um, and see what's going on. Looks like uh, Albuquerque Dragway actually had their uh, street to strip last night. But if you wanted some racing today, uh, looks like you can shoot on down to Roswell. Well, you know why they had their event last night. I mean, they're prepping up. You know how much they go for next weekend, of course, being a holiday weekend. Yep. They're going to have such a crazy event going on there, and especially between Albuquerque Dragway and Roswell Dragway. So Roswell's having their back-to-school bash. They had a few weeks off because of so many great events that Albuquerque Dragway has been hosting. So it's kind of, hey, Roswell's going to get back in their rhythm, and then guess what? I bet they're all going to meet back up for the Memorial Day weekend. So just something to keep an eye out. There's a lot of be, there's going to be a lot of great wrestling on the drag strip for sure. Yeah. And so, uh, Paul Fields is, uh, down there. He's probably going to shoot us some photographs so we can, uh, we can share that, um, with you also, uh, going on. Lyle Greenberg, um, is up at Bandemir this weekend. Uh, big nitro show up there. Um, our buddy Scott, uh, Scott Welch is up there taking some photographs. So likewise, uh, we'll get you some information on that. But if you want to see some dirt track racing, uh, going on at Sandia Speedway, uh, Route 66, spectacular on the clay oval. It sure is, Dave. No, spectacular. They're going to have a lot of great racing out there. It looks like it's going to be a majority on the dirt track, which is what we want to see, the clay oval racing. So it's going to have 305 wing sprints, A-mods, stock cars, cruisers, and mini sprints all going out there this weekend for Sandia Speedway. Gates are going to open at two, the track. The track and everything, the race is going to start at six. So have a fun time. Go out there and enjoy some good old dirt racing. So Uranium Capital looks like they're going to have just a regular weekend scheduled race with hobby, the hobbies, the stocks, the A mods, X mods, uh, from seven to 11. But there is a theme going on sure with both Vado Speedway and Alien Speedway. Why don't we start with Vado and you tell us what's going on there? Well, I like one's kind of a giveaway, one's kind of a race. We'll talk about it a little in detail. Right. But so Fado Speedway, we're going to start off first. It's going to be Kids Bike Night. And pretty much it's going to be the traditional racing. So at 730, they're going to start racing. Gates open at 5. It's going to have the traditional categories, 360 non-wings, the USRA Modifieds, Legends, USRA Stock Cars, and Late Models are all going to be out there. But during intermission, so I believe it's going to be the first 100 kids out there, they're going to have 100 different bikes and helmets that are going to be given away for intermission. Wow. I mean, such a great cause they have. They've been building up. I, I hope they've been building up this inventory so Man. they have enough of these great things. But, hey, if kids want to go out, they want to celebrate some racing, they want to do a little bit of their own, and, hey, safety first, guys. They're going to have helmets too. So go out, support a great cause in Vado, and then, shoot, have some kids ride around some bikes and then start a little racing on their own. Well, as a matter of fact, as, as you mentioned, um, Alien Speedway is going to have their championship racing, but they're also going to have a kid's bike race. So I I think the aliens done similar kind of like promotion. So I think they've had enough kids out there where it's like, you know what, kids, we're going to have a little area for you and you go out and let's see who can pedal, man, who's going to ride some bikes out there. So it's going to be their championship racing. They're still going to have racing at 745. They're going to have the USRA stock cars, USRA hobby stocks, 
AMS Bombers, and Deanna's Cubby Junior Cyclones, as well as Limited Mods. So they're going to have a full weekend of racing, but they're going to have a little, I wouldn't even say side attraction. No, that is a cool thing to see actually kids, hey, get up there, pedal, and, you know, we all beat our friends to the stop sign. So that's, <laughs> I think they're going to have a cool little setup at Alien for sure for that. Absolutely. So uh, we, we there are some other car shows, so we do want to give a shout out. Uh, to some of the other shows, uh, there's one going on down in Rio Doso if you're down south. Yes, the Rio Doso Down, uh, Downs Race Track and Casino. It's pretty much the, it's our fan appreciation day. So that thing is just going to be full stock of a cool, great events, but they are going to have a car show. So it's going to be, uh, by, uh, uh, Chewy's Speed Spot and Mike's Garage is going to be out there. It's from 11 to 5. It's a full-day event, but one of the main parts, they're bringing out some amazing cars from down south in Rio Doso, but it's a whole fan appreciation day. So I bet they're going to have some special giveaways, special shout-outs, of course, some different track promotions. But, hey, it seems like a good time. If you're down south, go to Rio Doso Downs for sure. Awesome. And so uh looks like there's a, a swap meet um in conjunction with the cars. Uh, in the East Mountain. Yeah, so this is the first, the first annual. This is going to be their first event. It's going to be <laughs> East Mountain Cars and Coffee. It's going to be an auto show meet. So it's going to be at 12, I always laugh, 12,165. So 12,165 New Mexico. It's in, going to be in Cedar Crest. It's going to be a full kind of early morning afternoon, 8.30 to 3.30 event. And they're going to have all these great different categories, but they already have vendors that are going out there to kind of get everything prepped for a swap meet kind of on this side. You know, they spread around a good, often good mm-hmm. areas in New Mexico. So one hasn't been out there for a while in Cedar Crest. So you're going to see a lot of cool parts that usually don't go out to these swap meets, guys. So it's going to be one thing. You're going to see a bunch of categories of cars you could enjoy. You're going to do some voting. But guess what? If you need a certain part, it just might be out there. So go out from 830 to 330. Go up to the East Mountains and Cedar Crest. And uh, so we also want to, you know, let you know, um, check your Facebook um, for where the cruiser shit's going to be at the cruiser ship barbecue, cool people, beautiful rides. And of course, a great food going to be going on 10 to four on Sunday. So you want to check out Facebook as to where the location is. They are keeping it kind of on the hush hush. Uh, also, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about this event that's going up in Colorado Springs, uh, the hot rod rumble at Pikes Peak International Raceway. Uh, what's going on up there? Well, I'm surprised we don't have any of our friends up there, but it's a full three-day weekend event. So it's starting yesterday at 26 all the way to Sunday at 28. And pretty much, I mean, Pikes Peak is such a great facility. It's International Raceway for sure. Mm-hmm. But they're going to have so many different, of course, you know, racing events, but they're going to have drag racing, burnouts. They're going to have camping events. So people are going to be staying there the whole weekend. They're going to have their own version of Swamp Meet up there. There's going to be, of course, car show competitions. Again, awards. There's a pinup competition. There's some cool things to go out there for sure. But it seems like a full fun weekend. I, you know, we're the New Mexico most for support. But hey, Colorado for that fun of a, a trip. I mean, at least go, at least read about it, look it up. If you're not on the north side, go up, check it out. Shoot at Pikes Peak. Seems like a fun time. Well, absolutely. And we have a lot of people that travel up to Pueblo, and this is actually on the south side of Colorado Springs. So it's, I mean, it's just kind of like, you know, a Pueblo plus about 15, 20 minutes. So ought to be uh, absolutely worth it. A state-of-the-art track. I mean, mm-hmm. IRL um, has ran at that track. I don't know if NASCAR ever made it to the track. ARCA did, but I don't think, I don't know if that the Cup Series did or not. But so we're, we're going to be out at um, Casina Azul, 4243 Montgomery. Uh, come on and check it out. 
Uh, Steve's going to be playing some tunes. Uh, Stevie Cruz. Steve's cruising with the oldies. So uh, mark it on your calendar. Uh, get head now. Uh, we'll be getting started at 10 o'clock. You've been listening to the New Mexico Motorsports Report here on ESPN Radio. 101.7, the team. Hey, Albuquerque, this is Brian Erlacher. You're listening to the New Mexico Motorsports Report with David Swope on ESPN Radio, 101.7, the team. Hey, Albuquerque, this is Bubba Wallace. You're listening to the New Mexico Motorsports Report with David Swope on ESPN Radio, 101.7, the team. The pit stop is over. Let's return to the New Mexico Motorsports Report on Facebook and at nmmotorsportsreport.com. Now, back to the New Mexico Motorsports Report, presented by Yearwood Performance, Albuquerque Dragway, the Unser Racing Museum, and Swope Real Estate. Here is David. Welcome back to the New Mexico Motorsports Report here on ESPN Radio 101.7, the team. A big announcement earlier this week uh, with uh, Kurt Busch and 2311 um, that they decided to go ahead and um, not use their injury waiver um, and allow Kurt to get into the car and make it in time for the playoffs. Um, And so we thought we'd reach out to uh, Matt Willis uh, and get his thoughts and updates on that. Hey, how you doing, Matt? I'm doing great. We're uh, enjoying the summer. It's, it's, it's hot here in Connecticut. I'm sure it's, it's hot in uh, in Albuquerque as well. It it is. um, But you kind of have that humidity. So uh, it might be a little more unbearable than it is here in the uh, desert Southwest. Well, uh, we'll be, we'll be thinking of you when it's uh, 20 below here in the winter. (laughs) Okay. Well, there, well, there you go. So kind of, I mean, um, big news uh, because this has been uh, five weeks, almost six weeks um, since his his injury. And of course we want, you know, Kurt to do what's best for Kurt. Um, And I I think they just realized that maybe he's not going to be ready for the playoffs and, uh, Wanted to give somebody else an opportunity um, to make them so, get themselves available for the playoffs. I mean, what, what's, what's your thoughts on um, on the way they they move forward with this? Yeah, you know, my my first thought was immediately I, I felt awful for Kurt Busch because the uh, 23 23-11 racing is really had hit another gear late in the season, and and you know while they weren't going to be championship favorites going into the going into the playoffs, that you know he was a legitimate chance to move deep into the playoffs, and you know going into the the twilight of his career, it's just it's really unfortunate. My my second thought was it was a really good sporting move by by Kurt and the team to uh to to kind of do this in advance of Daytona. So we could go into Saturday night knowing, you know, what needs to be done by, by drivers to make the playoffs. So, you know, a driver like Blaney or Truex knows that, you know, that, that 16th spot's going to be there on points. And it's not just, you know, if, you know, one of these 15, 16 drivers that don't have a win yet win this race and they're out. Uh, so that's going to really change. Change the rate. I think we we see especially the twelve and the nineteen, especially the twelve. How uh, how we see them race in the race. So I I, I think it's a very sporty move by Kerbush. Very unfortunate he's not going to be able to race for a championship. But I I think that move was you know for the for the benefit of everyone. It was it was very sporting for them not to to take a risk in this. You know let's see how it goes in the next you know thirteen days or so. Of course you know NASCAR Nation with all the uh, conspiracy theories um, out there were. Uh... That, you know, Joe Gibbs, you know, called Denny and said, Hey, um, we, we need you to step aside so that Martin Truex could make it in. Um, not the most ridiculous thing, uh, but way up there on, um, uh, on the, uh, the paranoia that is in the NASCAR nation. Yeah, I, I love a good conspiracy theory as much from the next person, but, but I give this one pretty low accountability. I think, uh, 
I, I think while we see a lot of support for 2311 from, from JGR, they're, they're essentially the fifth and sixth Gibbs team. Right. You know, I, I think, I, I think if you, if you're just going to take a step back as that Toyota organization, say who has the better chance to win the championship right now, you know, Kurt Busch in, in the 45 or Trucks in the, in the 19, it might be Kurt Busch. So yeah. if there's any chance Kurt could, you know, return, even, you know, or even missing the first race and maybe take a Hail Mary to win that second or third playoff race. And I think they were, they were going to take it. And, uh, you know, he's not going to, he's, you know, even if he made the playoffs, he wasn't going to start in the top half of the field, but he certainly wasn't going to be a lock for the bottom four without a win. He could definitely point his way in with a couple of good, good days. Well, um, absolutely. And, and, you know, likewise, uh, Martin Truex is still not guaranteed um, to get in anyway. I mean, we could have, um, several people who have won at Daytona that are on the outside looking in. Um, I mean, you know, as far as if it, if it comes down to one of the teams that have already won win, well then, yeah, I think he's going to make it in points because Eric Jones is just too far back to make it up on the track. Um, and, and of course, if Blaney was to have a terrible day, um, and, and somehow come away with like no points, um, there still is a chance that, that Martin, you know, could point his way in. Um, but, but that, even that's, that's unlikely. So, um, I do think that we're probably looking at the top 16, but I know that you come on the, the, uh, the, the betting show, the odd show, um, with the team over at Cirrus. Um, and so I got to ask you, what, what, what is, who is your top outsider that could potentially, uh, you know, point their way in with a victory? You know, there's, there's a lot of really good, uh, you're not going to get super long odds on, on guys at Daytona like you would at, you know, Pocono or Michigan. Right. But, you know, I, I love a guy like Chris Busher, who I, who I think is an exceptional plate driver, uh, who, who always seems to run up front, who has been racing pretty well. Uh, we see him compete on the road courses, you know, came up a top 10 oval. Uh, if you look at the stats, one of the best restrictor plate drivers, I know we're not running the per se the plates that we ran in the past, but it's the same style of racing. So one of the best racers in this, in this format since we've started using it in back in the, in the late eighties is Brad Keselowski. I think that's an excellent guy. I think we see those, those two RFK racing drivers hook up and we get to see a lot of them over on the weekend. Uh, I think going down a little further, you know, Michael McDowell has been awesome in this format one, one to 500 last year. Uh, and of course you can't rule out Bubba Wallace who, who is really in short order, put himself among the best, probably five or six drivers at the, at the super speedway style of racing. Yeah. And, um, it, the, the irony, uh, would be amazing to, to actually see, um, to see the 2311 actually get in with Bubba Wallace, um, after, you know, Kurt Busch, um, you know, step, steps out, if you will. Um, uh, as well as Michael McDowell, who last year won the first race and this year would win the last race, um, to punch his ticket. Even though I would have to say, man, that team has been running so much better this year, um, than they did last year. Yeah. I, I think front row is, is a team that really benefited from the kind of the evening of the field of this new car. I, I think they, they weren't as far back as maybe, you know, you know, they, they weren't Rick Rare racing or, or someone who's like really kind of running regularly, you know, 32nd, 33rd every week. Uh, but they'll have one week where they run eighth and one week where they run 28th. And I think those are the ups and downs of a small team, but a small team that is not as far back from the front of the pack as, uh, as some of the results might indicate. Yeah. Hey, I was just curious what you thought about, um, all the foreign drivers last weekend. I, I thought it was awesome. I, I've, I've often thought of, you know, 
know, you kind of look at Formula One as being the the best, you know, sports car open wheel drivers on the planet. And I, I look at the NASCAR Cup Series as being the best stock car racers on the planet. So I, I love the fact that we're starting to get uh, drivers from throughout the world because, you know, it's, you know, American stock car racing is, is, is probably the, the NASCAR Cup is the, the pinnacle of stock car racing, but it's not the only stock car racing you know, and the world. So I, I think it's great. I think it, you know, it expands the fan base. Um, I love, I love me some Kimi Raikkonen. And I wish he had, had got a little better of a deal. Just, uh, I want I want to see that, that post-race interview with him in victory lane. Uh, so bad. Um, but, uh, I think it was awesome. I, I, I think it was great to see a lot of drivers out there. I, I hope we get to see, uh, you know, some of the drivers at the, the top of their game a little more, you know, obviously Raikkonen's at the end of his career, you know, a guy like Daniel Kivat was, you know, never really got like a top line F1 driver. But, you know, I yearn for the days when you get like a Mario Andretti and AJ Foyt running a couple of cup races, run some F1, run some IndyCar. It'd be great to see that kind of return to the to the racing world. So, do, do, I mean, of course, Kimi knew uh, Ross Chastain, you know, I mean, right. I mean, because, you know, everyone wanted to say, oh, he got Chastained as well now that, you know, Kyle Busch just seemed to. Um, have coined that, but, uh, uh, I thought that, um, I thought Kimi's words were great. Um, and you could tell that uh, he's got an excitement that I I think he'll be back. I I think so. And it was worse, you know, his first foray into NASCAR 2000, about a decade ago at this point, you know, he seemed very unhappy with the way it went. He seemed like he wasn't really in any sort of competitive equipment. And I I think he was excited. and, And I think the, uh, running a more varied schedule. Cause I think when he came into NASCAR it was very intermediate mile and a half oval heavy. And now we're seeing a lot more, uh, a lot more road courses, uh, rovals, street courses on the circuit gun, you know, Chicago me at the next year. I, I think the more variety we get the schedule, I think the better, better internationally acclaimed drivers we're going to see take the opportunity to run these races. And I, I think that's for the benefit of the entire sport. Absolutely. So I got to ask you, um, I mean, who's your top, your, your top driver for the race, uh, this weekend or maybe even your top three? Uh, you know, I think we are going to see someone emerge who's win or go home kind of for the playoffs. Uh, and you know what? I, 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 I want to stop. I think, I think like Hail Mary effort, we've seen him. Yeah, his, his numbers are better at Talladega than they are at Daytona, but I, I think Keselowski's going to be, uh, the guy. I think, I, and I think nearly had a Chris Busher and, uh, and Bubba Wallace. I think we're going to see a lot of new guys up there, um, trying to make that one last effort. Um, uh, I reserve the right to, to change these picks in a half hour. Uh, <laughs> but Absolutely. I'll take, I'll take, I'll take Keselowski and a Hail Mary effort on, uh, on the Saturday night. Awesome. Well, Matt, hey, thank you so much for uh, for jumping on with us and uh, giving us just some insight. And uh, I, I hope you uh, sit back, enjoy the race uh, with a Mountain Dew. Oh, maybe maybe two or three. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much. That was uh, Matt Willis uh, with uh, ESPN. Uh, you can check him out. Um, does a lot of stuff with Cirrus as well. Um, and uh, you can check him out there. You've been listening to the New Mexico Motorsports Report here on ESPN Radio, 101.7 The Team. Hey, race fans, this is NASCAR team owner, Coach Joe Gibbs. You're listening to David Slope on New Mexico Motorsports Report on ESPN Radio, 101.7 The Team.
ESPN Radio 101.7 The Team with David Swope, the fastest radio host in the West. The pit stop is over. Let's return to the New Mexico Motorsports Report on Facebook and at nmmotorsportsreport.com. Now, back to the New Mexico Motorsports Report, presented by Yearwood Performance, Albuquerque Dragway, the Unser Racing Museum, and Swope Real Estate. Here is David. Welcome back to the New Mexico Motorsports Report here on ESPN Radio 101.7, the team. And as uh, you've been telling you throughout the show, we've got a great car show going on. We're setting up right now, um, and it's over at Casino Azul on Montgomery. Um, and I know a lot of people are thinking, well, geez, there's no parking. Well, actually, there's a ton of parking out back. Um, and so just follow the signage and we'll get you back there. There's uh, some trees and some grass. It's a really nice um, uh, shaded area. But you are welcome to bring out your tents. And so uh, on the show now is Jim Costa. How are you doing this morning, Jim? I'm doing well. And yourself, David? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. So uh, last weekend, of course, uh, you know, both of us were down at the New Mexico cruise um, and you brought out your Bel Air. Um, and so really excited you're going to have the Bel Air out here today. Um, so tell us a little bit about the car. Well, it's a 1960 Bel Air two-door hardtop. Uh, they think it's one of 636 they made. Uh, currently, it has an LS1 engine with a MSD LS controller, which is really neat because it's probably the easiest LS swap known to man. You buy the LS box. It has all the engine controls built into it. You select a timing cur- curve, and you could run it with a carburetor. I chose to go with aftermarket fuel injection. So, I mean, literally, this engine swap was less than, you know, a dozen wires. That's fantastic. Um, you actually use the phrase, for now. Um, is, is that kind of your philosophy that, all of your vehicles are kind of in a state of construction, which means for now actually applies to all of them. Yes, indeed. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that uh, was a question I didn't. That you know, I, I, it was a you know, it was a yes or no answer, right? Um, uh-huh. Yeah, but, it, um, it it's every car is in a perpetual state of change. Uh, it's just a matter of what degree. Um, the um, it's a it's a blessing and a curse you know right. it, it it you can't leave it well enough alone but well enough is never good enough well and and i think that that's the key and i, I try and share that with everybody when we when we talk about uh yearwood um yearwood performance um of course you can go to yearwoodperformance.com um or you can just give you guys a call um and ask questions but you actually use the products and, and, you know, make the mistakes and, you know, find out, you know, the thing doesn't quite work like the hype, uh, you know, on the website um, or all the chatter on, you know, social media about um, these, these parts aren't as easy as possible as they say. Um, So, I mean, with a lot of new things that have been, you know, coming out over, you know, the last year or two, what are some of the new things that are going on over at Yearwood? Um, well, I mean, things are ever changing over here as well. It's that same perpetual state of motion. We, we're constantly getting new products in. I'm always looking for things, um, you know, being short staffed lately for the last, I don't know, year or so. I've spent a lot more time out on the floor with the customers. So I'm actually hearing firsthand things that they need or want or are interested in. And, uh, if I don't have it, it, piques my curiosity as to why. Mm-hmm. So um, 
Like I said, it's similar to the cars. It's a blessing and a curse. <laughs> I, I, I bet. Um, one of the things that just amazes me is just the amount of inventory that you have. Um, I mean, there's a whole wall full of, you know, carburetors and manifolds. Um, you've got, you know, a couple of aisles that hoses and fitting fittings. And I know we've had this conversation before about, um, you know, why is there so many different color combinations of stuff and hoses and fittings? Um, but for those that maybe haven't heard the answer to that, um, how, how do you address that? Well, I mean, it's um, not every not every foot fits in fits into every shoe. You know, <laughs> just because you know black is a new chrome doesn't mean some people don't like chrome. Right. So just because you now carry it in black, you still need to carry it in chrome. Um, I mean, it worked out really well for the manufacturers because basically we almost doubled our SKUs. Yeah. <laughs> so that, that part worked out really well, but also benefits the, the consumer, you know, the, the sure. car guys coming in here wanting, you know, wanting to dress up the ride. So. Yeah. Well, and I mean, it's like, um, you know, Spencer and, and definitely appreciate you, uh, um, jumping on and helping him out with, uh, his team when he decided to go, uh, wing racing. Um, but his chassis is purple, right? And so, sure. I mean, I think you guys even have, um, uh, purple fittings. Um, not, not many, purple. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But I, I have a couple purple things, but I can actually, I had one customer that was, his wife was adamant about all of her fittings on her race car being purple. Yeah. So I can tell them how to get them purple. Oh. But we don't actually stock purple. Ah. Well, I mean, um, that, that, that saved you a little bit of room, huh? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's one of those things. It's like, oh, well, I need to add this. It's like, okay, well, let me add that part number. Okay. Well, if I'm going to add that widget, I need that widget in a 3AN, a 4AN, a 6AN, an 8AN, 10AN, 12AN, 16AN, and possibly a 20AN. So that's another eight numbers. But then I also need to have it in straight 30 degree, 45, 60, 90, 120, 150, and 180. That's another eight. So every every little item like that that you add can literally add in, in another 150 part numbers. Wow. And it's just because, well, I want to add that. Right. So, you know, sometimes you have to be a bit more selective about mm-hmm. when you want to add that. Yeah. <laughs> well, and- there's, like, there's a 149 other items that come along with that. Yep. Well, it, it kind of makes me think of like um, your, your stock of Torco racing fuel. Um, yeah. it, it continues to grow. Um, yeah. And I um, we it. added another flavor this month. Oh my God. So yeah. are you up to 14, 14, 15? Uh, four, 14 or 15, yeah. I yeah. don't oh, actually yeah. have to count. Yeah, you don't want to count. It'll remind yeah. you of the, another skew. And I, I mean, yeah. I, I got to ask you, because I'm one of those last minute people. Um, I'm trying to get everything done. And the last thing I always remember is fuel. How often do you have people stop on the way to the track um, to get their fuel? Um, well, quite quite a bit. I mean, usually, you know, if there's a test in tune Saturday afternoon, Mm-hmm. Or, uh, Friday, Friday night, mm-hmm. um, people are swinging by, you know, with their truck and trailer, gra- grabbing cans of fuel. Cause even though the racetrack does sell fuel, mm-hmm. they don't sell all the flavors we do. Right. Um, they, they stock the most, you know, the, 
more common ones, you know, your, your 110, your 112, um, alcohol, obviously, right. uh, you know, they, they have a handful, but you know, we have, oh geez, we have a 94 long-term storage. We have a 99, a 100, a 108, a 110, a 112, 112 oxygenated, Jeez. 114, 116, 118, 118 oxygenated. Um, let's see, I've got methanol. I have E85, which is ethanol, 85% ethanol. I have E98, which is 98% ethanol. Um, I have a new one, Ignite, that is, uh, it's their 114 red, which is actually like an E90. Mm. Um, so I got something in between. And then the latest, oh, we also have uh, nitromethane. <laughs> and we sell what they call M5, which is a pre-mixed 5% nitro 95 percent methanol jeez <laughs> so i mean right. you gotta have some real safety factors to store that stuff i mean because we yeah, you know, one mean, time about you going out and exploding some of that stuff um yeah but, that was pretty cool yeah that was yeah that was out of the bomb range out on the out on the base that was pretty neat well that's that's fantastic um, so thank you so much for coming out um, and joining us at the, at the car show uh, today. Um, wh- what else do you do you want us to know about? I mean, a lot of times I, I do all the talking and I, I don't give you enough enough room. But uh, what, what is something you uh, you want the listeners to know today? Well, I mean, they they need to know that as as the rest of the world is having the same issues, we are having supply chain issues, as they like to coin the phrase. But what we're really good at is finding the unobtainable. Mm. So just because somebody says it's not out there and you, you know, I, I get people walking in, Hey, I ordered this from Holly and I won't see it until November. Like, well, we have it on the shelf. Like right now you cannot buy fuel injection kits, the sniper fuel injection kits. Mm-hmm. You can't buy those from Holly. You can't buy those from Jags. You can't buy those from Summit, but you can buy them from Yearwood. Awesome. So, you know, why? Because I try to think way ahead. I mean, they, they're not going to have units, I think, out until October or November. Wow. So I don't know if our inventory will last that long. Right. But, you know, currently, yeah, I mean, I, I probably have a, a dozen, not quite a dozen units in stock, but quite a few. Awesome, man. Yeah, it just, like I said, it, it's right now, unfortunately, the supply chain thing is a problem with everybody. There are some things that we can't find, but we don't, we don't leave a rock unturned when we're trying to find parts for our customers. Awesome. Hey, what, what's your phone number for them to call? 505-293-9190. Yep. 341 <laughs> Eubank. It's been here since in the same building since 1978. Oh man, and and so it was ten years before that that it actually opened. So yeah, it's sixty-eight. What a, right. What a te- what a testament. Wow. Hey man, thank you so much. Thank you for everything you do in the in the community and and the car community. I mean, you guys do so many things. Uh, really appreciate uh, your support, of course, of of our show and all the endeavors I get into. So uh, absolutely, so invite right back at you. All right. Well, stay tuned. We got a whole lot more coming up on the New Mexico Motorsports Report here on ESPN Radio. 1017 the team. 
Hi, this is Al Unser Jr. You're listening to ESPN Radio 1017, the team. Hi, this is Al Unser, four-time winner of the Indy 500. You've been listening to David Slope of the New Mexico Motorsport Report on ESPN Radio 1017, the team. The pit stop is over. Let's return to the New Mexico Motorsports Report on Facebook and at nmmotorsportsreport.com. Now, back to the New Mexico Motorsports Report, presented by Yearwood Performance, Albuquerque Dragway, the Unser Racing Museum, and Swope Real Estate. Here is David. Welcome back to the New Mexico Motorsports Report here on ESPN Radio 101.7, the team. Of course, uh, getting ready to have a lot of fun out here at the Cozina Azul Car Show. Um, and uh, joining me now is uh, Spencer Hill. How you doing this morning, man? I'm doing great, Dave. It's a wonderful day. Looking forward to a long day at that. But, man, it's a car show, racing. I get a little bit of everything today. Absolutely. As a matter of fact, I invite people to come down and check out your uh, your sprint car. Um, notice it's missing some wings. Um, at, how hard was it to uh, to get it back to the non-wing to go out racing tonight? Yeah, Dave, it, it's, uh, it's been a unique position for us the last few weeks uh if anybody has been following we hurt our primary car a few weeks ago down in Vado, and uh unfortunately caught the chassis so we had to get that repaired in the meantime for our wing debut last weekend in aztec i had to put together our 2019 chassis which people know that is the turquoise car and um it's it's been challenging for sure having to go back and forth between one car a lot of unknowns of course this is the first time I've ever set up for wing and then going back and forth, wing, non-wing with the same car. Uh, a lot of people in the industry understand how much of a challenge that can be uh, to break it down in simple terms. It's really not too, too complex uh, if you have a good plan laid out. And luckily, I have some good people around me that allow me to do that. But essentially, you're going to run a different front axle, different bird cages in the rear, different arms, different bars. Uh, the shock setup is going to be a little bit different. And, of course, the wings and the wing slider, plumbing that is, is a challenge in itself. But other than that, I mean, a sprint car is a sprint car. Same technology that you use with non-wing uh, transfers over to wing and vice versa. And it, the car really, when you get down to the gist of it, it has not changed it a whole lot in the last 15 years. Well, I know you ran uh, wing and non-wing in the micros. Um, and sometimes you had to have a quick change right there because you would run all four divisions um at uh at the Tulsa shootout um was there anything from the micros that transferred uh to the full body sprint cars you know the way they handle is so different Dave it, it's difficult for me to come up with a whole lot of similarities between the two uh but at the end of the day I mean it has four wheels you're still challenging yourself trying to find the moisture in the racetrack that's all the same but with the little car, I think the biggest deal is you didn't have the airspeed difference mm. that you have in the big car. So dirty air isn't as big of a factor uh, when you go micro sprint racing. But as I learned this last weekend in Aztec, uh, if you're stuck behind somebody, it is very difficult to pass. So you better do everything you can to get around some people on the restarts. Otherwise, you're going to put yourself in a tough position to try to move forward in a main event. Uh, somehow, I didn't even know we did this until... I got back into town, and then on Monday I saw that we had picked up the Hard Charger Award last week in an Aztec, and that was really cool to see because um, it, it's not easy. It's not easy going and trying out and doing something new. 
we went out on a limb. We got together. We we tried our best, and we ended up having a lot of fun with it. And I'm looking forward to doing it again here in a couple of weeks uh, in Vada. Well, that that's absolutely fantastic. And and I know that the heat race didn't really go like you uh, like you planned. You ended up uh, uh, drawing the pill, starting 16th in the main, but you drove it up to 10th. Um, so definitely have it heading in the right direction. Uh, you mentioned uh, running down to uh, Vado in a couple of weeks with the wing. Um, you're running non-wing tonight down there in Vado. Um, how excited are you uh, to, to get back out there without the wing? Well, you know, after the performance we had last week, I'm pretty excited to get back to something I'm really comfortable with and know. Uh, it's it's a track that has bit me quite a bit now that I think about it the last few years, but <laughs> it's also paid off big time. Of course, uh, we were able to pick up the win last year, the last race there at the Turkey Bowl. Uh, that was a huge win for me and the team. Hopefully we can do that again tonight for the kids' bike night at Vado yeah. Speedway Park. And uh, we are now up to 108 bikes to give away. Uh, in fact, Spencer Hill Racing, the company, has donated a bike to sponsor that event. And I uh, I encourage everybody to do that. It's all about the kids when it comes down to it. So hopefully we can give a lot of bikes away tonight and make a lot of kids really, really happy because uh, that's what it's all about, man. It, it's fun going out there racing. Yes, we're competitive, but it's about putting on a good show and putting some smiles on kids' faces. Absolutely, and uh, uh, a good job on that. Um, as a matter of fact, at the car show today, we're uh, we're raising funds for uh, Blue Star Moms, also a good um, a good organization. Uh, but but of course, you know, mentioned Vado and and a big event that now we're involved in um, in helping promote is the uh, the Twisters, the Hank Arnold Twister Legends Night um, in the first weekend in November. Um, I, man, I hope that we've already got an order in on better weather because, dude, I was never as cold in my life as we went to the Turkey Bowl last year um, down there. And, of course, it didn't help any just getting hit in the face with mud also sitting in the uh, sitting on the uh, the, the uh, pit side, uh, but uh, but had a lot of fun. Uh, let's talk a little bit about I know you've got an article coming up um, about Buddy Taylor um and richard griffin down south uh talk a little bit about the uh the neat things that we're going to be doing to uh help promote the legends coming out on that night yeah so the hank arnold's twister tribute that's coming to Vado speedway park november 4th and 5th 2022 there is no more turkey bowls so this is basically the big sprint car event that wraps up the season down south now as you said last year it was really really cold at that event uh, that's one of the few races where I think it's more comfortable to be inside the sprint car than it is <laughs> to be in the grandstands, but we won't talk too much about that. We got a really cool event coming up in November. Uh, we're going to have a lot of old school, original race cars down there in the field. I know that Gary Tilly is bringing his, uh, original roadster. The Twister is going to be in attendance. Uh, a lot of stars from back in the past are going to come down too. Richard Griffin is going to be there. Uh, a lot of really, really cool people. So if you've been a fan of sprint car, super modified racing, uh, you want to go down there for this event. It, it's going to be basically for the fans and the drivers. I mean, it, they're doing a lot of really cool stuff down at Vado. Uh, it's going to be a big payout. We haven't released the payout quite yet, but I promise you it is going to be more than a normal two-day show down there. So please tell all your friends, tell your family, uh, because this is going to be one that you don't want to miss. We're going to have cool contingency awards as well. 
uh, and just try to make it as fun as possible because uh, I think that we've really gotten away the last few years from having fun at the racetrack. So uh, th- that's going to be the primary focus of this event is to tribute to the legends and then make it as much fun as possible for everybody that's in attendance there. Awesome. Well, if you are a fan of uh, sprint car racing, uh, you should come out to Casino Azul this morning. Um, we'll be here until he has to load up um, and take off, but you can come out, uh, check out a sprint car up close and personal. Um, probably get a little, couple of kids, get some photographs inside um, the seat. Uh, Spencer, are you going to have some hero cards or anything? I'm low on hero cards, but I am going to have some T-shirts for sale if anybody wants some of those. Uh, we'll see what we could do. I might come up with something here in the next hour or so. Sweet. All right. And so we do invite you uh, to come out and participate. Um, I mean, come on. I mean, it's a free car show. You come on, just uh, check out all the cars. Um, we're going to do a 50-50 vote so you can vote for your uh, for, for your favorite car. Um, but uh, just basically going to have fun here at Casino Zool. And that's uh, 42 43 Montgomery. So it's, uh, between Jefferson and Carlisle on the north side of the street. Uh, we're going to have the race car out front. Uh, my spec Miata is out there as well. Uh, we'll have, uh, we'll be setting up the cars in the back. I already have, uh, you know, a bunch of cars that are, um, going to be there. We've got a couple of Mustangs, got a BMW and older, an older convertible BMW as well. Um, we got some, uh, 55, a 56 Chevy, uh, big Escalade. So a lot of cool things, but, uh, Really appreciate it. Thank you for coming on this morning, Spencer. And, um, of course, head on out. You've been listening to the New Mexico Motorsports Report here on ESPN Radio, 101.7 The Team. Thank you for listening to the New Mexico Motorsports Report, presented by Your Wood Performance, Albuquerque Dragway, the Unser Racing Museum, and Swope Real Estate, here on ESPN Radio 1017 The Team. Join us daily at nmmotorsportsreport.com and become part of the community. Tune in next week, where your host David Swope will be talking about events happening around the state and on the national scene, whether it's got two wheels or four wheels, pavement and off-road racing, or park and shine. If you're into it, we're into it.